Okay, Frank Jeffrey, coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'm going to say it one more time. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener. Or a viewer. We're on YouTube. I, I would encourage some of you to go to YouTube, hit that like button, play with it a little bit, see what the, see what's up there. There's a lot of videos, clips, all that stuff. But I want to thank you for being a listener because, you, you know, you, there's some of you. I go on the road, you're like, I've been listening since 1942. And I'm like, I can't tell you how much that means to me, how amazing that feels. We know each other even without knowing each other. And that means the world to me. And I want to thank you. And I want to thank you for sharing the show. You guys write in, you're like, I've told this, I've told that. And listen, I can't ask for more than that. At a certain point, it's on your Papa JT. It's on me. I got to fucking figure out how to get more people to listen. You're a piece of that puzzle. I appreciate it if you've told a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. We take the earless community as well. If you've told someone, thank you. Now, if you've just listened to me say thank you to someone, if you were like listening to that whole thing being like, why is he thanking me? I've never told anybody. Well, I'm talking to you now. Okay. <laughs> You're fucking me. No. <laughs> You're fi- tell a friend, make it your Instagram story. Share, share, share. Uh, we have amazing emails. The J-Train emails. Whew. They keep getting better and better. Keep sending them in. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. Shelby on the ones and twos. He's reading every email. They are depthy. Depthy. I want you to make sure you support our guests. Support the sponsors. We're coming to like sponsor season. So we want to make sure you go support those sponsors. And I got shows. JaredFree.com. Uh, if you're listening right now, I'm going to be in Richmond, Virginia this weekend. I'm coming to Boston. We added a second show. We'd love to get that sold out. Miami, Florida for Thanksgiving. Come carve the turkey with your dear old Uncle J-Train. And Virginia Beach just added. I'm adding a bunch more dates. But the most important date, December 8th, I am taping the special. Uh, Gramercy Theater, New York City. I know you're here. Come. And listen, the show's going to sell out. I'm confident in that. And I don't want to sound braggy or whatever. I want you to come and have fun. I want you to be live. I want you to be laughing. I want to I feel the laughter hit me in the face, go right down my throat and get me hard, okay? <laughs> so bring fun, people. Bring your, get ready to laugh. I'm coming in ready to like fucking, like I'm coming in with a bat ready to hit you in the face with laughs and jokes. So like it is, this isn't like, oh, what do you think of this joke? No, it's coming in hot. It's coming in fast. I'm very excited. So December 8th, if the shows aren't sold out already, which is like I'm even anticipating by the time this comes out, it could be already gone, but hopefully not. JaredFree.com. Very excited for today's guest. New to the podcast, uh, hilarious comic, has a special out right now on YouTube before he was super, Stephen Rogers. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Such a pledge. Good to see you. It's good to see you. Thank you for having me. Of Uh, course. Fan of you. Oh, Uh, stop it. We don't know each other very well. No, but this is but everyone you know everyone has good thing, good things to say about you. I've seen your stand up, hilarious. Thank you very so much. So funny, the special. You could as this is the world with which we live. People come on, you know. Stephen messaged me, took yeah. a, took a shot at at J Train. Was like, let me, and it came to me hat in hand. He's it was Oliver <laughs> Twist. <laughs> he came to me. He said, Jared, please, I want to put. And that's the thing, I. I know Steven's hilarious, one, but he's put his hard-earned dollars into a special. It's already out. Yes. So yeah. you can go to YouTube.com slash Stephen Rogers Comedy, watch it, make it a date night, make it your falling asleep thing. Yeah. Go, and again, I have to encourage you with the YouTube stuff. Like and comment. 
Like, go be a part of it. That is like, you consider that payment. Oh yeah, I, that's tipping a comedian. If you're so you are supporting us way more than you think by just right. hitting a, one button. I remember when Twitter came out, yeah, and I was like, I would talk to friends about it. Yeah, when it first came out, my friends would go, "Why would I go on there? I don't, I don't want to write anything." Yeah. I'm like, "No, you're a, a reader." Yeah, you know, like, yeah. and, and oh, at yeah. that point, there wasn't. Th- we were still figuring this social yeah. media thing out. We were like, yeah. oh, I'm the, you know, like I go on Facebook because I make, I'm there with my friends. Right. And then Twitter comes out, you go, well, why would I follow you, Jared? <laughs> right. They would say that to your face. And I'd be like, no, right. you, you, I'm going to put out jokes. And oh, yeah. Hopefully you'll laugh. And they were like, yeah. well, why would I check that? Yeah. You know, they couldn't understand it. And I think there's a little bit of a divide still with YouTube of like the idea of like, hey, we just want you to watch. Yes. We just want you to like give a little thumbs up, comment. Yeah. I even would take a comment of you going, I love this one specific joke. That you know, would like, mean more. Right. Specificity is going to be like, oh my God, you like that joke? Right. That, that makes me feel great. It is a, in the standups, and I, I I asked the listeners, I was like, do you guys, I, I was like, I, I was like, I took a little poll. I was like, do you like when I, because I talk about people who come on to talk about their specials. Yeah. And I'm like, I hope I'm making sense when I talk about it, because I'm yeah. not sure. Sometimes we get so deep in this world where we yeah. go, do I even? Do they even know what I'm talking about? Yeah. There are YouTube specials out there that are sometimes more beneficial to the comic than being on Netflix. Yes. Yeah, like, I agree with that. There, yeah. There are people finding a following for to go and do stand up on the road, which is what every comic wants to do. Yeah. Via this YouTube crew. Yeah. So we want you to go watch Steve's special. It's Please. so funny. Please. Um, what? Where'd you tape it? I taped it at the National Comedy Center in Jamestown, New York. That is an honor in itself. Yeah. What? How do you get to the down? And it's like the Lucille Ball. Yes. Right. This is all. That's where she's from. Lucille and, Ball. Yeah. Is her? Is, she's from Jamestown, and yeah. it's like an. She was such a huge part of the comedy world huge. that they were like we're putting the, we're putting this is the cooperstown yes for comedy exactly yeah it uh a lot of things happened to me uh in jamestown uh so i wanted to do it there i, I opened for brian regan he saw me for the first time there and when i did colbert it's because the booker saw me there well you've done colbert yeah you've opened for a lot of comics yeah Brian Regan, one yeah. of the biggest stand-ups alive. Yeah. Who else? You've got, you've got a Joe List, who's a good buddy. You put Joe List in the same category as Brian Regan. Well, just in case, you know, <laughs> he is my next door neighbor, so I gotta, I gotta be careful. No, I love Joe. He's been on this <laughs> podcast before. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I love him. I, I've, uh, I've opened for uh, Tom Papa. Yeah. And uh, a bunch of people. I, I, the list kind of goes on, but the, it's I've been very fortunate. But the Regan thing, yeah, Regan is known as like one of the big, and along with Joe List, yeah, right. <laughs> biggest comedian <laughs> alive. But Regan is like, <laughs> I'm not trying to make. No, I love I, it. <laughs> Joe's great and so funny. I love his special too. It's on YouTube. It's I, but I, I would say the Regan thing. He is considered like. Somewhat comedy royalty. If, yeah. if you're if you're listening or watching and you're not, again, this podcast is not an inside stand up right. show. Of course, so you might not know he is like considered like, and he's totally clean. He's 100 percent clean. Uh, made his uh, his fame purely off stand up, which uh, not a lot of comedians can. Well, say. Well, this is the one thing about Regan that kind of annoys me. Okay, <laughs> and you know him. I've met him once, so I don't know him at he's all. The best. He's he was a very nice guy. Yeah. Fun, not like you in the. He's clean, but not in the like. 
I am, uh, you know, at the church every right, week. Right. He's clean and just happens to be clean. Yes. So I was going to ask you about this, but one, uh, he's putting out clips on Instagram, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why does he need to do this? Get out of you know, I, you're famous. You're done. Yeah. People are going. No one on Instagram's going to because uh, of the the clip they saw on Instagram to I a know. Regan show. Isn't it weird? It is very weird, especially <laughs> when he. I was wor- working with him, and he asked me like clip advice, and I'm like. I don't know if you've looked at my followers compared right. to yours. I, I think like, you're going to be okay. I don't <laughs> yeah. think, but I guess that's a, the nature of a, a stand-up yeah. comic. All stand-up comics believe like yeah. this is the year it all ends. Yes, and yes. you know, even when you're, he does fucking stadiums. Yeah. So when you open for someone who's known as being clean, how worried about you? You're a clean. I don't I'm, consider I'm clean. you. Yeah, you're clean. So. Yeah, but I'm I'm the same way. It's like I love dirty comedy. It's just not. I'm not getting laughs for the right reason to when I tell it's a dirty It's not true joke. to you. It's not who I am. Right. I have that yeah. feeling a lot when I talk about like certain subjects. I go, I could do this. Yeah. Ah, I'm not even having the enjoyment out of it. Yeah. Like, I'm not getting out of it what I would want. Yeah. yeah. Like I've done, you know, I had a joke about, I was talking about like, like I talk about sex, but I would always yeah. talk about like the, uh, you know, I guess awkwardness of sex. Yeah. That's fun. There was, yeah, that's fun. I, I try something came to mind where I was like in a red state and I was making fun of the fact that like you have to have sex differently in a red state than a blue state now because of the abortion laws. And I was like talking about that and it was very funny in the time that I was doing it like leading, I think I was in Springfield, Missouri talking about it like and it was like that's like a very conservative town so like in that world it felt fun Yeah. and then I tried to bring it back here and I was like I don't even like how everyone's looking at me. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy like uh, but that, that I think when I like jokes that I can find a way to be be myself and do it everywhere and not have to uh, alter who I am for the people. I think that's, well, that, I mean, we, I can't, I think most comics want that, but then when yeah. you see someone who doesn't do that, you go, how long can you do this yeah. for? And you yeah. kind of feel bad. But listen, you're going to love Steven Rogers' special. At Steven Rogers Comedy on Instagram. Go follow, go follow. Please. All his stuff is going to be on my social media as well as the, uh, the bio of this episode. I want you to go watch the special. The special is fantastic. You're Thank going you. to love it. It is a night on the couch. It's a night just laughing. Literally, there's what I love about a special on YouTube. I love that right now someone's sitting there. You can pause this episode, you know, put it aside, email a link to yourself, whatever yeah. you do to remind yourself. And now you just have this thing ready to like make you laugh. Like yeah. what? A, what? A, I don't mean to be so hokey, but no, like, it, that is like wow. It's just sitting there. I yeah. always had that thought because I've been putting stuff online since yeah. the beginning, which is also scary to me. <laughs> you know, like I, I put up so much stuff that I, I don't believe. remember. <laughs> yeah, the stuff I've put up. There's yeah. some people that have put up like seven things and like, oh, I'm okay. Yeah, you know, I put up so much stuff that I probably move beyond those opinions again yeah doing the bit in springfield missouri right right eh, not for me didn't feel right i'm gonna stop doing the bit then right. someone goes well here's the bit you were doing yeah. in springfield and you go <laughs> oh i don't know i i agree with you it doesn't right. look great on me right yeah now. the beauty is there's the date there everybody there's a date when i posted this right it's not today well you were an adult then <laughs> oh no adult has grown you know like so you look right. But I, um, I, my thought with putting a lot of stuff online was always like someone new could find you. There's yes. someone listening right now, and mm-hmm. they get to unlock a whole treasure trove of Stephen Rogers. Like yeah. that's a very cool thing. I always thought that with me. Like someone would see me at a club and go, "Oh, let me go look him up at home," and then they go, "Wait yeah. a minute, he has 
7,000 hours of podcasting yeah. up? Like, what? Yeah. It's just there waiting? Yeah. yeah. So it's a nice thing. Everyone go follow Stephen Rogers. At Stephen Rogers. Uh, let's get to the emails. You ready? I'd love, love to. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Roommate sliding in DMs. Do I oh. tell my ex? Oh, my God. This gets juicy. J-Train, feather, feather. I'm coming to you with an interesting situation. I was seeing a guy from February to July of this year. Things ended somewhat mutually about a month ago. Long story short, we weren't a long-term match, but I still have lingering feelings for him, and we work at the same company, so the moving on process has been somewhat prolonged. A couple weeks after our breakup, I received a follow request from his roommate on Instagram. I was taken aback because we had hung out as a group several times during our relationship, but the timing seemed weird. I accepted his follow, but did not follow back. And he immediately DM me about seeing my profile on kink friendly dating app. One of his messages was slightly suggestive. I wrote him that I was flattered, but thought it was inappropriate. And yet he persisted screenshots. Do we have the screenshots? Do we need them? Oh, they're here. Oh, okay. So oh, wow. Let me read the screenshots. I didn't realize. Okay. Oh, man. We, love, we got the... This is juicy. We got, yeah. Oh, oh, when you man. get the screenshots... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, she, he goes into it. Okay, ready? Oh, man. So I'll read them right now. In the middle of this, is that a good time to read this? Yeah? Okay. Here's him. Okay, I may or not may have not... Okay, I may or may, I may, or may not have just seen blank on blank and had to message you out of curiosity... And then she writes back, I am in fact blank. How long have you been on there? Also, this stays between us. Yes, he writes. Mm. It's easier to text. Here's my number. I'm kind of very curious, he writes. She writes, I used it more when I was living in, in blank. Not so much here yet. He writes, I started using and learning about it. Fun he writes something fun sized is right sweaty face emoji and then he writes i have so many questions that okay with you she writes i'm flattered but given there's a history with your roommate it wouldn't feel appropriate good luck out there he writes damn i suck would you be down to just chat when you have time then he follows up after a while i would just love some help with blank just not connecting with anyone i need pro tips uh then he sends a picture and then you're in blank. My sister lives like an hour from where you are. She writes, nice. It's a beautiful part of the country. Yeah, I'm trying to build a blank there or an Airbnb. I can say that. <laughs> are you visiting friends? I am. And then he follows up to his own text. She didn't answer. I'm still the most curious to hear about your blank adventure. It's not quite fair. Okay. I'm not sure what the kink was. I'm not either. Uh, yeah, I can't get it. But that's not even important. It just no. seems like he's on a fact-finding mission. Yeah. And he knows that she's a safe place to talk about this with. Yeah. And that seems to excite him, and that's why he's kind of pursuing her. Yeah. Okay. Um, my ex had told me that his roommate had a habit of meeting women in real life, then writing them on IG, and that it had creeped them out. I never really liked the roommate. He was kind of a stick in the mud. They were set up as roommates, but hang out as friends and often do things on weekend. I am not expecting this to be the last time I get a DM. So the question is, do I tell my ex? Frankly, I think it's fucked that this guy's DMing me, and it makes me question how much of a quote-unquote friend he is to my ex. But I also wonder if I would be acting spiteful by telling the ex since I still have some feelings for him. Am I just wanting to cause a scene? 
What do I do, J Train? Would you want to know if your roommate was sliding into your ex's DMs? For context, me and my ex are both 31 and have been pretty amicable since we worked together. Thanks for all you do. What do you think, Stephen Rogers? I mean, uh, wow. I, I don't know. Like, I don't think it's a scene. Like, I, I don't think it's dramatic to message a person if you're being, it seems like, harassed. By, oh no! Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? Well, she she says I don't want to seem like I'm ca- no, causing a scene. I think that the scene she's avoiding is Them. bringing the the ex into it. Right, 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 right. Um, and because they have this history, and again, I'm making one assumption. She says we ended somewhat amicably, but yeah. I still have feelings for him. I'm I'm guessing maybe he ended it with her. Yeah, that sounds right. And now they work together and they're being cool together. But right. now this guy comes in and I would say the biggest part about this email is let's start with the emailer. Let's consider your comfort. Mm-hmm. You still say you have some feelings with him. So you have to consider your comfort before going to the like, I don't care about what the ex thinks. No. I care that you're like, you're basically sober a couple of months and you're like, I should I go in the liquor store? Right. You know, you're putting yourself, you're putting your feelings are the ones that get caught up in this because yeah. now you're going to your ex with, and again, besides the point of causing a stir, right. Think of your own well being. Yeah. Like, like I like, let's put your, yeah, she is so worried about everyone else, but herself. Like, yeah, you still like them a little. You're, you're contemplating going to your ex to be like, Hey, your roommate is kind of hitting on me. Yeah. Bringing up a sexual thing. I don't know if you would mention the kink, but that might be a part of the story. Now the ex is, you know, now you've kind of, now you're having a sexual con- a conversation, mm-hmm. sex adjacent yeah. with an ex that you still have feelings for. They can go, oh, maybe we were supposed to be something. Maybe they're kind of revved up by the idea, like, oh, my roommate wants it. Like, right. this is all dangerous yes. fodder is yes. my point. And it's yeah. like, and I'm giving a lot of empathy to the ex. Like, even if he did, like, th- these things do make you rethink you're breaking up with someone. They do yeah. make you rethink, oh, maybe I should go after her if other people are going after her. Right. I, I, and, so th- and so, and again, when you have some feelings still left, you go, you're kind of like a... A wounded animal, so yeah. to speak. So, yeah. what do you what do you think? I don't know. I don't know what they do. I mean, this guy. I, I would, if it were me, like, and I like, I'm trying to move on, right? It, if I am trying to move, I mean, I want to sever the roommate roommate situation completely. I would. I'm with you. I would block the roommate. You got to block the roommate. I. Yeah. Th- this is the thing. Like, I think you got to be direct and block. Yeah. And here's where I can. I'm not taking the roommate side. It is a little weird to like contact an ex. In generally, if I had a roommate and then they were contacting my ex, that's annoying. Yes. Considering they saw you on a kink site, I understand how they pushed aside the roommate stuff. I agree. We have this in common. Yeah. I can't talk to anybody about this. They are going to be easy to talk to about this. I mean, even the subject of his texts are all on like oh my God, I found someone that might yeah. be into the thing that I'm in. And that's kind of what the internet was created by. Yeah, like and it's someone I've it. met before in person. Right. It's like a connection I've already made and, and I can finally talk. Right, so he kind of measured it. He yes. went, okay, I'm willing to lose this friendship yeah. to maybe have 
this yeah. kink, you know this kink fulfilled or this yeah. fantasy fulfilled. So that you're dealing with somewhat of a like a, a druggie, yeah, looking for dealers. Yeah. So you who the dealer is isn't right that much of a concern to him. That's why he's reaching out. And so I agree with you. Like yeah. you have to kind of like say I don't deal anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And you already and you already kind of were like best of luck. Right. So you did it uh you did it nice. You gave the nice hint more direct like you're saying on this one and then wow. uh, yeah, so I think the you know, if I were and again, there is danger in that some people are like don't send any messages go away or like you yeah. can block or mute or whatever you can do quietly. Sure. I think an option also like if it were me but like also I understand like feeling safe and you go like my option would be hey I appreciate that you're new to whatever world you're trying to get into. Mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable yeah. talking with you anymore. Yeah. I hope you can respect my boundaries. I'm going to have to unfollow you from my account. Yes. And you just say that and then it's done. Yeah. And then you're out. And then bringing the ex into it, I think at that point you're done with the ex. You don't have to worry about the ex. There's, there's nothing to bring no. up to them. That only brings you into it more. I agree. They And you not necessarily have to block because if he had to request to follow right you can just have them you I can just you take can, them out of your followers yeah i think you can just remove them if you want to be if that's you know blocking is a crossing a line for you right there's also the restricted one yeah that helps yeah but i think you got to run away from this the, yeah run away from the roommate yeah and that makes it easier to like not have to deal with the X. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it also helps with the distance for the X. JTrainPodcast.com here with Stephen Rogers at Stephen Rogers Comedy. We are sponsored. Good health starts with good habits. Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you need to care for your mouth. Their wireless electric toothbrush is lightweight and compact, easy for travel. Quip's gentle vibrations give you an effective clean that's easy on your sensitive gums. Never brush too hard ever again. I use Quip. I love Quip. What I love about their company is they were like, we got the mouth. (laughs) Anything mouth. (laughs) And they're like, all the stuff you're already using, we're going to make a better (laughs) mousetrap. They're like, we're going to take that toothbrush that's old and rickety. Yeah. Nuh-uh. We're making electric. (laughs) We're going to give you a timer that tells you when to move quadrants. We live in a land. Steve, how old are you? I'm 30. 30. So I'm 37. Similar generation yeah we love efficiency yeah that's what quip is all about they're Big going time. you you used to think you brushed enough nah now you're gonna know <laughs> that's what it is yeah with stylish and affordable electric brushes starting at just 25 dollars. wow you won't be paying through the teeth for better oral health quip also delivers fresh floss toothpaste mouthwash and gum refills every three months from five dollars and free shipping so again they take care of the mouth and they're going to keep delivering it. They cut out the middleman. Mm-hmm. No more waiting in line at CVS. Nah, ah, 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 ah. Straight to your door. If you go to Quip, it's if you go to getquip.com slash JTrain, that's getquip.com slash JTrain right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash JTrain, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash JTrain. Quip, the good habits company. I love that. It's good habits because they've now made you a better tool Mm -hmm. to perform the habit yeah can we go back to being friends i'm a new listener love the show love all your advice my question is about whether a guy can really be friends with you after already admitting to having a crush 
I recently reconnected with an old coworker who I always enjoyed hanging out with at work. He reached out to me after he and his girlfriend of a few years broke up, going through a breakup of my own from a 10-year relationship. I gladly spent time flirting with him via texting quite a bit. We never actually hung out in person, and the furthest it went was a little light sexting. Now he and his girlfriend are getting back together. My question is, if a guy who has already made it clear he was interested in you, had a crush on you, would uh, crush on you, would or, would or could go back to being an actual friend? I don't think he ever planned to actually meet up with me to hook up. Seems like he was in limbo in his relationship and just like getting the attention. I always enjoyed hanging out with him before and would like to be friends. I have no problem separating out any romantic feelings as I'm currently trying to play the field with other guys as much as possible to get past this breakup. He has continued texting me, casual conversation, nothing sexual, after telling me they are back together, but I don't know if it's inappropriate at this point. Do you think guys are capable of actually being friends with a girl, especially after already admitting to being attracted to them, or is he just attempting to keep me on the hook in case things go south with his girlfriend? What do you think, Stephen Rogers? I think that guys have the ability to sever that tie. I mean, if he's getting back with his his ex and and already had the the light sex thing with you as an I I I want I like to look at the good and I I want to say that he he can still be a friend. Are and you friends with any exes? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> well here's the yeah. problem with this conversation yeah we get stuck in and i agree with you yeah if you make someone speak in absolutes you're probably going to get an answer you like more than one you don't like right you're going to get an easier answer right absolutes equal easy easy answers yeah that is always the case so if you said to me can guys be friends with their ex yeah. i'd have to say Yes. Right. Now you got an easy answer. You can yeah. click your brain into place and yeah. go, well, now he's my friend. Right. <laughs> and all is good. You get to be blissfully naive to the right. whole rest of the story. Right. Because this person wrote a fabulous email. Yeah. With many details. Yeah. This and and then they tried to get out of their fabulous email by going, Can men be friends with their ex? <laughs> that is not the question here. Their real question is, can a man who I only hung out with at work, yeah, who then out of the blue texted me when their relationship ended, yeah, be my friend again when there wasn't even a friendship to begin with? I I I challenge them, yeah, that this is a real friend. No, he was attracted to you at work, that's why he was drawn to talk to you. Yes. And he could always flirt and never have to like go through with it because he always had the excuse of work and the girlfriend. Yeah. Then the girlfriend goes away and it's like, and she even nails it. She says, maybe he was just coming to me for attention. I think he's always been coming to you for yes. attention. At work, it was he, he had a reason to come to you for attention. Yeah. So when you break up with someone and you are going through this now, you wrote, I am currently trying to play the field with other guys as much as possible to get past this breakup. Yeah. Here's the thing that men generally do. They go to someone who has said yes in the past. Someone that was an Man. easy conversation in the past. Sure. Right? Yeah. That's what you do. Because yeah. we're lazy. Also, it's hard. <laughs> also, getting turned down, being the position of being a man, you have to be in a position to put yourself out there more so. I'm not yeah. saying always, but again, we're not living in the land of men can be friends with their ex. No, no I'm looking at your specific situation, right? Mm -hmm. Can I get cured of this disease? Yes, you can. Yeah. Well, but also, 
you've never you know you, you eat like shit you know you never go to the gym yeah you don't drink a lot of water you don't take the pills i prescribe you know what i mean yeah. this is uh yeah you know it's i i understand the question i think it's hilariously fraught and i'm speaking yeah. to the emailer like i listen I, if i were them let's re, let's f- decide when has this person and nowhere in their email have they even when they were sexting he didn't leave the house for her for them yeah that's <laughs> Yeah. They go, we've never hung out. Yeah. So you weren't even friends enough for him to leave the couch to get a drink with you. No. So let's, and it's hard because in this day and age, right? Like mm-hmm. everyone's a friend. Yeah. Yes. How many people do you text with that you would never go see uh, in person? I've, I don't know. Maybe nobody. Nobody? Oh, no. I can think of 10 off the top of my head. I probably Here's the thing. I hate texting. So I guess I, I don't even do that. So I you don't do the texting. I, I'll, I'll, I th- man, this is uh, making me rethink friendship entirely. <laughs> this is <laughs> That's why I brought you in here. I'm going to write an email. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, like, when you think about it, like, there are people that, and again, there's people from college that I would consider my, if someone was like, my dad used to do this shit to me all the time. My dad would be like, do you know this person? And yeah. I'll go, yeah. He goes, are you friends with them? I'm like, I I don't know how to explain that. (laughs) And he's like, and then he would go, if you walked past each other in an empty hallway, would you say hello? And I go, well, yeah, I'm not a fucking monster. So he goes, you know them. I go, if you pass them by an empty hallway, would you catch up? Most people I would. If you saw, if at the end of that catch up, they go, we should hang out. Would you do that hangout? I don't know. That's where things change. Yeah. So, Let's empty hallway this guy. If you saw him in an empty hallway, would you catch up? Yeah, they probably would. Right. Would you make a plan to go do something later that week? No, probably not. No. So you're not friends. You never right. were friends. Right. It's time to reassess. So what do you need this person for? I know what they need you for. Yes. I, they need you yeah. for the attention of a woman that they've sexted with before. Who, yeah. Who's okay with them having a girlfriend. I would... I would leave this scenario because I think he is being like, I like, I like, there are many people that like getting a response from someone they know hypothetically yes. would. Yes. That feels good. It's, uh, it's the attention. It's, uh, it's this thing that you need filled. Like, oh, someone does find me attractive. Someone does find me interesting. Right. Also, if someone's going to leave, if you think he's leaving you on the hook, even if he, like he did break up with his current girlfriend, a person that can leave you on the hook is going to leave someone else on the hook. Right, next. right, right, right. There's they, they what they've done is what they will do. Yeah, they love fishing. They're going to keep doing it. It's yeah. And I think you, we all have to do this from time to time. We have to assess what am I getting from this. Oh wow, yeah. And I, I don't think you're getting a lot. She's no. like, does he? What, will he be a real friend? I don't think he's been a real friend ever. Yeah, and where's the texting going? The casual texting right now that she's talking to about. what? And then she's yeah. like worried about like being mean to the other girlfriend. It's like no, no. How about you be good to yourself? Yeah, and you go, hey, I don't need this in my life. I will find new guy to text that could be. You know, we don't like to think of this. We're like, oh well, it's not taking up much time. It's taking up a piece of time. Yeah, like yeah. I, I want out of this. Yeah. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Steven Rogers. Got a new special. Before he was super, 
Go to youtube.com slash Stephen Rogers Comedy at Stephen Rogers on Instagram. We're sponsor people. Fall is here, which means packed schedule and being too busy to eat nutritiously. Factor makes it easy to eat well for all meals and snacks. These fresh, never frozen meals that are delicious and nutritious with calorie smart and keto options, Factor meals are perfectly portioned to keep you on track with your goals. Factor now offers over 30 meals per week and 36 add-on options. Let me just say this. Factor's wonderful because of the variety, because of the portion control. Mm. If you're shopping for one or for you and your partner, it is really hard to go to the store and get fresh fruits and vegetables and get creative when it's just two of you or just one Mm. of you. So here's what you do when you act healthy. When you're healthy, and I've tried my best in the past, I'll make grilled chicken and I'll steam up some broccoli because you can get bagged broccoli and you can get... yeah frozen steamed you can get chicken then you can throw it on it's very easy to do and yeah you put some teriyaki sauce on there you put Mm -hmm. some salt and pepper sometimes you gotta get an extra lemon Mm -hmm. but what you do is you do that four nights in a row Mm -hmm. and you're like i'm really healthy and by the third night you go i'll have some popcorn afterwards i'll have the other things to zhuzh it up and add creativity to this yeah the only reason you're eating those other things is because you're bored yeah when you have a meal that is made every day is something new or every every couple days is something new you are less likely to go well let me get some popcorn so i feel some sort of difference here (laughs) right yes yes Change your order up every week with plans from four to 18 meals per week or pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. They offer vegan veggie meals, keto, calorie smart options, cold pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, veggie sides, and more to keep you fueled and focused all day long. So look at all the options you have. And again, I will tell you this, variety is the spice of life Mm -hmm. and portion size is so important when you're trying to be healthy. This gives you variety and the correct portion tough to find on your own head to go.factor75.com slash jtrain60 and use code jtrain60 to get 60% off your first box that's a lot of money that's code jtrain60 at go.factor75.com slash jtrain60 for 60% off your first box Stephen Rogers here at Stephen Rogers comedy go follow third wheel on a sister's trip oh man third wheel have you been the third wheel? I'm always, I'm even like if I'm hanging out with my girlfriend uh, and someone joins us, I feel third wheel. Are you a quiet guy? Are you more reserved? Is that why? Uh, I'm a insecure guy. Okay. <laughs> what are you insecure about? Uh, being, uh, fitting in. So, you, well, you, your girlfriend or your fiance has yes. been on this podcast, yeah. Caitlin Palufo, very wonderful funny. comedian, yeah, so good. And but I could see the dynamic mm-hmm. where Caitlin is like, Caitlin's life of the party, mm-hmm. and I'm like, uh, I'm the sniper. Like I, I find that window and then I shoot in a line, and everyone's like, "Whoa, that came out of nowhere." That's necessary. Yeah, I like that, but I could understand where like. Caitlin and this person are trying to outlife each other, yes. life of the party each other, yes, and not in a bad way. No, but, no. But then you go, all right, let me come in with some sniper moves. Yeah. So you know the third wheel game. Oh yeah, Jared. This is my first time writing in after being a loyal listener for years. I'm a Patreon subscriber and I've been to two stand up uh, stand ups. The you up in Boston will be at your next show in Boston in November. Thank you. Oh, I truly man. think what would Jared say in a lot of dating situations? You have really helped me with my self confidence. Well, that is too sweet. That's amazing. Too wonderful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Can't wait for the Boston show. So excited. 
This is an issue that I thought I could use an outsider's opinion on. My sister and I are very close. I'm 26. She's turning 30 in October. We describe our relationship lovingly as codependent. We plan a uh, trip to Europe for her 30th birthday for 10 days. Our friend is joining for the first leg of the trip, and the last part is just us, which is the perfect situation. We are excited to have some time just to just the two of us, but if we were alone for the whole time, we would probably kill each other. <laughs> Here's the issue. My sister has a new girlfriend who she has been with since March. Mm. This is her first long-term relationship. So it's been a bit of an adjustment for me since she's been around a lot. Her girlfriend told me, I want to surprise your sister and join you for the last part of your trip. Mm. I immediately panicked in my head, but smiled and nodded. Now she keeps asking me for info on what she, what day she uh, will be there or flight info, etc. Our last secret conversation she had is, is it okay if I come? You can tell me. Hey, I hate that. I mean, that's a trap. You can tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's trying to make you the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. And not bad. I don't think they mean to do that, but that's like... No, but you can say that they said I can't come. Right. You can always say they said I can't come, and then you can go, you can tell me. I won't take it personally. And now you... you know, in the breakup conversation, it's like making you the person that has to do the whole breakup. Yes, like, I agree 100%. And it always feels like a lot of stress. Yeah. But I felt pressure to smile and nod and say it's okay. Mm-hmm. What should I do? Should I just tell her I don't want her to come? Should I get my sister involved and ruin the possible surprise? Should I just suck it up? Thank you for your sage advice. Sincerely, Jealous in Germany. What do you think? I, I mean, if it were me, I'd put my sister first and... And suck it up. You have siblings? Yeah. Right. I, I, I have siblings. So we. Are you guys close? We're close. Yeah. yeah. But so, I understand what you're saying. I feel the same way. To me, I don't know why, and I, I can't speak to this, but I think it's different because it's sisters for some reason. Right. Like there's this, right. like, or this is our last chance right. to be. And she could consider codependent. She's right. like, this, and. Listen, her sister's in a lesbian relationship. They suit up fast. They <laughs> they get together. I mean, they just got together and Margie's already talking to the sister. I, I wouldn't even know who the sister was if it was a you know I, heterosexual relationship. Know. I'd be like, I don't talk to that person. I know. I'll talk to them in ten years when, <laughs> when we've gotten more serious. Yeah, like there's. Yeah. I don't know. There's just like you know, and I understand. Listen. The, I understand what the new girlfriend is trying to do. She's like, I want to be a part of this. Yes. I uh, We're together. We're in a real serious relationship. I, they're going on a 10-day trip. It's her 30th birthday. Yeah. I want to be a part of that. Everything the girlfriend is coming with is a wonderful thing. And that's yes. what sucks so much. It's like, yeah. and if you don't want my wonderful thing, right. this is why it's comparable to breakups. Because yes. in breakups, you go, hey, I'm out. And they're like, you don't want love yeah. from me? Yeah. And you go... I do want love. Um, <laughs> you are great. You are great. I, yeah. Someone would be lucky to have love from you. <laughs> right? You do that. Yeah, yeah. And then you're the dickhead who's refusing love to be alone. Right. She's the dickhead who's refusing wonderful girl, wonderful yeah. girlfriend. I couldn't say wonderful girlfriend uh, yeah. who is now <laughs> trying to be with her sister who she yeah. loves for her 30th birthday. And you go, I actually... Listen, I don't like the cut the baby in half solution, but there is a cut the baby in half solution. Yes, I agree. First leg of the trip. She already has the friend coming for the first leg. Oh, that's better than what I was thinking. What were you going to say? I was thinking it's 10 days. 10 days. I mean, like, there's got to be, like, the friend leaves, and then uh, 
you've got some days with your sister and then the girlfriend comes. This is this is, that's a fair point too. Right. Here's what she needs to do. She needs to level with the girlfriend. Yeah. You can't tell her I don't want you there. No. I got to work with me to get us. Yeah. That's what a great salesperson does. Yeah. They go, let's work together. Right. To get to a point where everyone's happy. Yes. And listen, in most negotiations, everyone feels like they should have gotten more. So yeah. I'm not saying you're going to get the full dream sisterly holding hands down no. the Autobahn with your sister <laughs> that you want, but right. let's figure out a way to make this like a fully enjoyable experience. Yes. So there's an element of... Maybe you have it for the first five days. First three days, the friend comes with you. Mm-hmm. The next three days, it's friend, or the next one and a half days, it's friend, girlfriend, you two. Mm-hmm. Then it's one and a half days, you, sister, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then you finish off the trip with three days together. Yeah. Like those things can be done. Yes. And it starts, and now you've jujitsued. <laughs> Because here's what yeah. you want to do. You want to take, is it okay you, if I come, you can tell me. And you want to reverse it. You yeah. want to take their chokehold of oh, douchebaggery. yeah. And you want to go, I got you now. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. And you go, well, why don't we do this? Right. You come for the middle four days of the trip. You'll mm-hmm. come a little bit with my friend, a little bit, and you'll get like the stuff with my sister and me, which I, I, I don't want to get in the way of your romantic vacation, but I understand you want to surprise her on her birthday. Yeah. And then my sister and I, because we've, because honestly, we've kind of been planning to like have yeah. one kind of sisterly moment together where we could be alone. And I know we'd kill each other. And then you go, tell me if you don't, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Now you've reversed it. Now you've got them in the douchebag hold yeah. of like you have to break up with me. Yes. Yes, I agree. That's the move. I think uh or you just have her go the you go, "Hey, we've been re- I've been really I speaking I terms. I've yeah. been really looking forward to spending time with my sister." Yes. I would love for you to come the first half when my friend's going to mm-hmm. be there at least when you guys are like having your like you know, your fucking yeah, scissor time. I can hang with. out with somebody. <laughs> Whatever you guys, when you guys are shopping for Subarus, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. kidding. I, you know, but I, you it's know, what I mean? they got flannel. Right, you'll find something, you'll find something. Yeah, when yeah. you guys are off, you know, <laughs> doing cold weather activities. <laughs> whatever. Me and the friend can do some shit. Yeah, right, you guys go suit shopping, yeah. and me and the friend will hang out. We'll hang yeah. out. Like yeah. I, I think that's like a wonderful thing. And now that's you get so funny. all worlds are. So, but, and here's the other thing you're seeing how they're going to be as a sister-in-law yeah how, how do they deal with compromise how do they deal with like respecting the boundaries oh, of yeah. you and your sister this, yeah. is, this is all like and again you may think it's too soon but obviously for this girlfriend it's not too soon yeah and I will say you're part of the surprise when the girlfriend shows up and your sister won't forget that love it now, now you're getting now yeah. everyone owes you yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's why you do any you got everybody any, right here right yeah. jtrain podcast at gmail.com jtrain podcast at gmail.com keep sending your emails here with steven rogers at steven rogers comedy on instagram whose wedding is it anyways i want to be married but not a bride wow you're engaged i'm engaged are we having a is caitlin a bridezilla she's what no. kind of wedding are you guys having it's we are realizing we I mean, obviously, we're very excited to get married. We're more uh, focused on as many of the, the people we love being there as possible. So you want big 
fun party. Party. And well, Kaylin's a partier. She yeah. has a podcast yes. that I've been on. Yes. Where we talk about drinking. Gal. Good time yeah. gal. Are you a drinker? I uh, am nowhere near a, as much of a party as her, but I I when it's when it's the mood is right, I get the people I w- want there. Right. I'm, I'm down. Do you, I'm in. you said you get anxious. You get you get insecure. I said you said I no, said no, anxious, but insecurity usually comes with anxiety. Yeah, anxious. Do my you get brand. hungover and like? Are you a bad hangover? I have anxiety? a social hangover. Mm. So my I haven't. I know when to stop as far as physical pain, but uh, for the next day. But the next day, I'm like, okay, did I say anything wrong to Jared? Like, right. did, 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 was I, I get that a little bit too? But all I, the time. You know, I don't think uh, it's it's tough. And yeah, drinking doesn't make it easier because you go. No. I remember half conversations. I remember yeah. the feeling of like I think it went well, but you yeah. go, did I say anything? Yeah. To that person, that's why I hate when you text someone the next day. How was that? And they go, "Oh, you were." Har-. It's like, no, no, no. Come back with you were yeah. great. You were great. Yeah, you have no nothing to apologize for. Right. Like no, no not one's enough mad people at you. do that. I can't stand that. Yeah, not enough people like if if someone was drunk the night before, your first text to them was like loved it. Yeah, crushed it. You were you were you were a good time. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So okay, I'm a 45 year old divorced woman. I was married for 16 years, and after my divorce, I started dating a man who was 10 years younger than me. We have been together for a few years, and we have discussed getting engaged in the coming year. I'm very excited to have found this man. He is loving and kind and generous, and I am excited to marry him. Mm-hmm. But here's the problem. I do not want a wedding. Mm-hmm. I've already done it. I, don't, I, I didn't particularly enjoy being a bride. I don't like being the center of attention, and I don't care to spend money on an expensive celebration for our marriage. If we're up to me, we would marry at a courthouse or Vegas and take an elaborate honeymoon with that money. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting. Like... It's interesting the way you present it. You're like the the wedding. You're like, we want a big party. Yeah. Like that's important, you know, with as many people as we love as we can possibly do because what you're talking about is finances. Yeah. You're going, we want the money to match the largeness to be yeah. a big enough thing. And it's funny that she's explaining her wedding. She's yeah. going, courthouse, let's... And, and it's always financial. It's always money. Yeah. Her, her thing is... Let's the money. There's a pot of money. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's either going to be big party, big, big honeymoon, big ceremony. Yeah. You're and everyone's hacking up that pie. Yes. You know, the only people that don't have to do that, Bezos. He's the only <laughs> one that has no pie. He's just got a big puddle. Yeah. And then his puddle is probably an ocean. He's you, got a bakery. Right. Yeah. He's got a whole bakery and he's <laughs> shipping shit up. This is, it, but it is interesting. When people talk about a wedding, that's what they're talking about. They're talking mm-hmm. about the, I got this pie and the pie is, you know, whatever the amount is, doesn't matter. Everyone right. has a pie. Right. And she's saying, I want that pie to include fucking trip around the world. And, yeah. And that matters more to me than da, 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 da. You know, like. <laughs> yes, I agree. When I told him this, I kind of expected him to be excited about it. But he revealed that having a traditional wedding was something that was important to him. Mm. I would not necessarily mind participating in that day, in the day if it mattered to him, if that mattered to him. And while I would resent the financial commitment, I don't like that. Um, Mm. I would consider sacrificing my quickie wedding dreams to give him what he wants. But as the woman in the relationship, I know that the planning of this entire event would primarily be done by me. Mm. I have absolutely no interest in doing any of the wedding planning, and I certainly would not want a wedding planned by him. I love him, but I'm going to assume (laughs) picking out wedding florals will not be his birthday. Fair. Um, Very fair. And I doubt he has much interest in shouldering a lot of that burden or the skills to execute the wedding he has in mind. It, it is interesting that he's like, no, I want a big wedding. And then he's like, 
good luck. You know, like yeah. she didn't say that. But no, that would be what I would do. Yes, I would be the same way. I'd yeah. be like, I have this wedding in mind, and then I would have no ability or wherewithal to oh, be yeah. able to make it happen. And yeah. I know I want to go to a woman or a wedding planned by a very good at it woman. Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean? yes, like, 100%. I like I yeah. don't want to be. Um, so I think she is completely correct. I uh, I also w- would not want a wedding that was kind of half-assed and planned by either of us. If we had to have a nice wedding, well, I want it to be nice. I also mm. would feel bad participating less than he did in the planning process regardless. What should I do here? Do most men really want big weddings? Is it fair to want an engagement ring? I'm still a girl after all if I don't want a wedding. To be clear, he absolutely wants to propose with a ring and do all that. I'm not forcing him to make a purchase he doesn't want. But I also suspect I will be resentful of him if I have to plan and participate in a wedding I don't really care about. Sincerely, an excited fiance, but a reluctant bride. I love this email. Yeah. Again, this goes back to something we talked about in the The nuance, the Mm -hmm. context. Like She's like, do men like to get married? No, there is a... there's a lot going on here. What do you yeah. think? Uh, I mean, the resent is like you, you said, that's a word that's scary right. to me. And especially, you know, as you begin your life together. No, yeah. No, no. I don't want to hear any resentment. No, I mean, that's, uh, that's something we should be trying to avoid, not accepting. Here's what I'll ask you. Yeah. You're engaged. Yeah. What was important to you? Like, when you guys, have you sat down to like start planning a little bit? I know you just recently very, got engaged. Very little, but yeah, some. What is the one thing you were like, I got to have this at my wedding that was independent of Caitlin? Because I think it's interesting because when she goes to the, she, she says she was surprised. Yeah. I agree with her. I, I've never been at, like, I don't, yeah. I don't grow, I didn't grow up. I don't think you did grow I up did not. thinking of my magical wedding day, no. but I do have opinions. Yeah. So what was, was there anything that you were like, I got to have this? No cake. No cake. Why is that? I think, I mean, I'm going to go on a rant here. Please. Cake is overrated, in my opinion. Cake in general or cake at a wedding? Cake at a, I mean, in, in general, I, I would, I never go to the, to cake. But uh, in, at a wedding, you, we're stuck with the cake. Right. We're bringing the cake home. <laughs> I'm not going in the fridge for right. cake, ever. I'm with I'm you. not doing cake. Also, no one does it. No, no. I, I, every time I've had cake at a wedding, it's because I'm like, oh, there it is. It's yes. not like I'm like yeah. waiting in line to get the cake. No. And then when I have it, I go, oh, it was pretty good. They made, and yeah. you can tell decisions were made on the cake. Yeah. But you were. All, I'm also like, wow, so much thought was put into something that I was like, oh, I'm fucking, oh, the cake, and I'm hammered. Exactly. Yeah. I want all that background noise that is that reaction at a wedding. I want that gone. Do you want dessert? We're we're doing donuts. Donuts. See, but th- this is something that you cared about that you never thought you cared about. I never, no. But you, when you got to thinking, yeah. you went, if there's a cake at my wedding, I will fucking leave you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take the little groom and leave with the little groom. Right. <laughs> it's a perfect symbol, <laughs> but I'm out of here. Right. But I remember we sat down, we started talking about the wedding, and I was like, I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to tell her about the cake. Right. And... uh she said it first. She's like, by the way, I don't want a cake. And you I was like, I do love this. You woman. are the person. Yeah. I, I wanted to propose again. I was like, I got to get another one. It was amazing. I think that's great. But yeah. I, it is interesting. We are never asked about weddings until no. you're asked. No. And I have a lot of opinions. Yes. I have very strong ones. Yeah. And I would think what I would say to her is that my opinions aren't only about me. 
And yeah. here's the other thing. It has to do with my family. Like, the, the beauty of being the bride is mm-hmm. like people expect you to be a little bit like you've had a dream. Yes. The hard part about being a groom, I think, is like I got a lot of dreams in the back office. Yeah. That have opinions. Yeah. Has your mom said anything? My mom has not said anything. My parents are are pretty just like, we love her. We're so excited. No, no opinion, opinions. No opinions have been brought oh, up. Oh, you you are definitely not Jewish. I'm Italian. Okay. And my mom did mention, she's like, well, what about the, uh, you know, if you invite this person, you'd have to invite this person. I was like, that's not happening here. Okay. So there's none of that. Wow. So you put a stop on that. Yeah. She she didn't say you have to do this. She's like, now usually that's this. And I'm like, well, that ain't happening. It's in, who's So coming? you've been pretty ahead of things. Yeah. See, I think when she goes to this guy and is like, he's never been married. She yeah. has. He She has to kind of like understand like, He's going to have to go explain to like family and friends like, oh, she doesn't want it. And it could make him feel. And I'm saying I don't think this is like it could make him feel like I didn't get the life experience. that I would feel that way. I'd be like, hey, I I, I don't want to feel like I was your second. You know, you got it out of your system. And now I'm the. I agree with that. I'm just the leftover husband. Like, I, yeah, sure. I want to take a fucking nice honeymoon. But like I, I and also so there might be a version that's in the middle. I think the way 100%. she's yeah, I think the way she's thinking of a wedding with gown and ha ha ha, ha <laughs> is I think she's out thinking what he could be yeah, thinking of. I think you know, when you think wedding, she has a different I think she needs to go to him and go, "What do you have in mind?" Yes. What kind of wedding? Where where like what are like your non-negotiables? Mm-hmm. Is it not cake? Yeah. Is it I need a black tie event. Like I need to know. Also, you could have a great wedding that's not crazy for 50 people. Yes. You know, if you get, we always think like, oh, well, the venue fits this many. No, why don't you fit a venue that fits what you need to do? Yeah. And that's a big part of it too. Yeah. Where you go, because sometimes you go, well, if we're going to have a, she is in the land of vague imagination Mm -hmm. on her own. She hasn't gone to him yet. Yeah. Well, this is, that's what resentment is, is not talking about the thing and you're building up what the other person is thinking on their end and there's no uh, communication about it. But like also, here's what annoys me with tradition Mm -hmm. is tradition's very vague and tradition should be challenged, Mm. in my opinion, in something like this because it's like, Who's the tradition for? Is it for the relatives or is it for you? Is it for... Well, right. I think that's what she has to get to the bottom of. It's like, why does he want... Why why does he want this way? If it's for him, if he's going, well, I really... My mom is going to like be a part. And it sounds bad from a guy, but like that is a part of it. Yes. And and I would say, and also like, I do want to keep... Uh, I do want to look like I'm a yes, a, a happily married and going on yeah. the and I'm excited to show you off. But I do want what she said. She is not wrong at all. No, I the responsibility don't think so. falls, and I think she needs to prepare him for that. Yes, she needs to say to him like, if we're gonna like, I just need you to know like what happens. I've been down this road. Yeah, I know what happens. Yeah, I know I'm gonna be planning this. Yes. I know this is gonna be a part of my life. I know I'm the show. I'm not necessarily up for being the show again. Yeah. Do you understand that? And he might not see that. He might not see your perspective. And I think that no. having that conversation will help. This I life. agree. Have him walk down the aisle and she can be standing at the <laughs> altar. Right. Let's do a reverse. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. 
Here was Steven Rogers at Steven Rogers on at Steven Rogers Comedy on Instagram. Go follow. Go get involved with the special. Go go go! It's on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Stephen Rogers Comedy. Does it take time for younger guys to understand indirect messages? Jared, I want to hear your opinion on if men are more oblivious when they're younger. My boyfriend and I are both in med school, same year, so in all in all the same classes. I'm twenty. He's twenty four. I'm twenty six. Want to preface by saying he's amazing, and I'm very happy in our relationship. We've been a part of the same friend group since starting med school a year ago, and I had a crush on him for eight months, which I thought was obvious before we started hanging out one on one, and eventually starting, uh, eventually entering a relationship. He told me he and his best friends had no idea that I liked him, whereas all my girlfriends always said it was obvious how compatible we were. A month or two before dating, we'd Snapchat every day or he'd ask to come over and meet my dog, both of which are examples of me thinking he was interested, but he had no idea. Now that we're dating, I told him I didn't like that he had a two-year snap streak with a girl whom he never expressed in expressed to be a best friend and didn't make it a point for me to meet her etc she's also goes to med school here but just started her first year i'm not at all concerned about him being interested in her but i told him i think he's sending a certain message by maintaining contact every day we talked about it and he told me he understood and would cut it back uh but i've noticed his obliviousness in my friend's boyfriend's who likes a girl's pictures I've noticed this obliviousness mm. in my friend's boyfriend who likes girls' pictures and thinks nothing of it. Or one time this girl was asking a guy friend, also my boyfriend's roommate, intimate details about his long-distance relationship and thought nothing of it. Like, obviously, she was trying to find a vulnerable point of their relationship and try to slide in, LOL. It's a classic play. What are your thoughts on this? I mean, it's <laughs> maniacal. What are your thoughts on this? Does it just take more time and experience for guys to understand what underlying messages are being sent? I know the common joke is that you have to be direct with men, but to what extent are some things not uh, some things not completely oblivious? What do you think? I, I'm siding with the guy on this a little bit. I'm siding on the the guy uh, because uh, I'm oblivious. I I, I uh, don't know when I'm being hit on. Right. I I don't know. I will be friendly to someone, and then someone's like, "Are you you flirting with them?" And it's, right, there's stuff like that that's happened to me my entire life, and I'm not I, trying to. Sometimes I know, but I remember, especially when I was in a relationship, you get told by your girlfriend, "Oh, that was a flirt." Yes, or you're told, "Oh, you're doing that with that person," and yes. you have no idea. And None. I think it goes back to. Um, a couple things she wrote in her email. Like, obviously, she was trying to find a vulnerable point of their relationship, try to slide in. What women sometimes have to understand is you guys are in this psychological thriller of a, yeah, of like you guys are doing seven level, oh, yeah. you know, you know, three D puzzles. Yeah, yeah, and you're the Riddler. Yeah, you're the Riddler, <laughs> yeah. and we are um, <laughs> Bane. Bane. We're just <laughs> yeah. Not. I mean, we're not even as smart as Bane. Like, yeah. like it makes sense that guys show they like someone by going, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, to a picture. And she, he's going, I like you hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she, and then going, well, it's just me going, I like you hot. Yeah. It's nothing more than that. And then yeah. she's going, you, he likes all of these Instagram models' pictures. And he's going, no, I like you hot. That's yeah. just what it is. Yeah. And again, I am not someone who, I'm always very often on this show, I talk about how like men do have emotional intelligence. Yes. And we let, but, 
we let um, blissful naivete kind of work for us a lot of times. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying we don't do that. In yeah. this scenario where I have been clued in in the past of like, yeah, you're like sending a signal. And I'd be like, what? Yes. That's a signal? Yes. I have been surprised by that. Yeah. Even past the age of 24 or whatever age they are. Yeah. The I like, it is so interesting. She wrote another thing in her email. Um, he told me he and his best friends had no idea that I liked him, whereas all my girlfriends always said it was obvious how compatible we were. Yeah, yeah. The idea of compatibility never rings through a guy's mind. There is no. never the thought. Again, we do, oh, she's cool. She's fun. Yes. Oh, my God. We do that. I'm, say, I'm just saying the idea of our friends going, you guys are so compatible. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. I like <laughs> We yeah. hit that Instagram picture twice, double click, mm -hmm. I like. Yeah. And so the idea that like he would be like, oh, we're just so compatible. That yeah. That is not the way I would speak about, I'd be like, hot. Yeah. I'd be like, she's hot. Yeah. You go for her. Yeah. And then he would go like a picture. I yeah. like the picture. Every, every... I think you're hot. So like the, it, it, that is like 30 levels beyond oh, yeah. you know, where they are. Anytime I've been compatible with someone, it's been by accident. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just locked into the situation. <laughs> yeah. But the idea that like I I, I I I just love that sentence that um a month or two, uh, the, the, he told me he and his best friend had no idea I liked him. My girlfriends always said it was obvious. Like, that's not what's obvious to him. What's no. obvious isn't compatibility. It's obvious hot, not yes. hot. You're and Again, attractive. hot is by the yeah. eye of the beholder. It's not yes. about you being attractive or not in the general sense. It's just to him. To him, yes. So, yes, I do think we live obliviously, but I think it's like the difference between automatic and manual transition. Mm -hmm. Like, we are just like, drive yeah not drive yeah 100%. that's how our approach is and and again him coming to your house like he doesn't even realize he's coming over to see your dog that is yeah. drive yeah maybe he's he says, likes you right he doesn't know the compatibility thing no he's not going i could see myself with her in 10 years no he's no. going yeah i like going over there because that hot chick has a dog and <laughs> i like looking at that hot chick yeah yeah J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Stephen Rogers <laughs> at Stephen Rogers Comedy. Plus one etiquette. This is our last oh. email. I love this because you got a wedding coming up. I I, I love etiquette. I love, love plus one. I'm I'm all for this. We got good. This is this is all. Hello, J Train and guests. Feather Feather. I'm a huge fan of this pod and you up. Thank you for making all my commutes so much more entertaining. I'll get into it. My older brother is getting married next September, just over a year from now. I couldn't be happier for him. We adore his fiance and are so excited. While he and his fiance were compiling a guest list rough draft, they were also deciding who gets a plus one. And as it turns out, I'm not getting one. For context, I'm 25 and single. My brother's argument is that unless I've been dating someone for a year, I don't get one. And I'm just about to miss that deadline as I'm not dating anyone seriously. Technically speaking, I have four days to nail someone down. <laughs> That's great. He said no one is getting one unless they've been dating someone for this amount of time, and he and his fiance know the person. At first, I was pretty hurt. I always picture myself bringing someone to my brother's wedding, but I also understand I'm not paying for it, and while I'm a bridesmaid, I don't have any kind of financial stake in this day. I'll also be busy with wedding day responsibilities and won't really need a plus one. This got me thinking. What, in your opinion, are the plus one etiquette from a wedding planner's point of view? Is it cheap to say no one gets one? Realistic. My brother is going as far as to not 
to not is going as far. My brother is going as far as to not invite my uncle's wife because he thinks she's a bitch. Oh my God. Wow. She is, and my uncle actually might understand. And he's not <laughs> inviting my cousin because, well, she's an asshole. <laughs> it's if, if it's your wedding, is it really what you say goes? How do you navigate a family dynamic while figuring out a guest list? Who should really get a plus one? Stephen Rogers, I'm, I'm happy you're here. You are going through this. What <laughs> yeah. do you think? Um, uh, I would typically think and we haven't had this discussion caitlin and i but i would assume wedding party gets a plus one but i didn't think about wedding party day of responsibilities yeah i mean is there anyone in your family that you're like i don't want them there and i'm gonna put a line in the sand and this will be the day that they find out how much i don't like them no i can't i don't want i think i'm too much of a wuss for that i am too i I haven't heard of this yet, but I, if out of the two of us, I could see Caitlin being more line in the sand, confident. Right. I don't want this. See, I'm not looking to I'm have, not. like, I'm with the brother on the sister not having a plus one. Okay. I'm not with him on the uncle's wife, your aunt. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, not because yeah. one is starting an argument with someone you have to deal with the rest of your life and mm -hmm. the cousin being a bit, you've created such a rift yeah. in future things. Why does your wedding have to be the place to have the sparring match? Why does this have to be the place where this is hashed out? Yeah. I don't think that's necessary because it actually goes against the, and what I find funny, mm -hmm. the sister made this all financial. Yeah, that was surprising. Was surprising. Yes. It was surprising that she wrote, um, he said, no one is getting on. Uh, he goes, at, at first I was pretty hurt. Uh, I'm not paying for it. Right. Um, I don't have any financial stakes in this day. That I wonder is not if that why, was said to her. Maybe, but that's not why I would envision her not getting a plus one. No. I would envision it because this is what, to me, the brother is trying to cultivate a the the happiest party he can have. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. many brides and grooms are all about we just want it to be a fun night. That's all they say. I just want it to right. be a fun night. I don't care. It's not about me. I just want everyone to have the best time. I right. just want everyone to have the best time. And in right. his mind, the best time includes people he, he knows yeah. for him. Yeah. So I do understand where he's going, it's my sister. Yeah. I don't want some dude yeah. hanging around that I'm not sure about yes. at the biggest day of my life. Yes. I'm the star of the movie. Sure. Now I got to worry about it if this guy has the social ability to step away from the pictures. Yeah. Like, some people don't have that, and also, it is too much to ask to even trust that people have that. Yeah. He has to basically trust that someone you met that year, let's say it's six months from now, so you've known, right. like, realistically, let's say you have a boyfriend six months from now. He has to trust that someone you know for six months, you can trust them. And I'm not saying, that does seem hurtful to her to be like, you don't trust me to trust that. Yeah. But... There's so many things that go unsaid at a wedding that he's like, I don't want to have to explain it to anybody. I don't want to have to worry about, hey, get out of the picture, dude. We're doing a family one. I don't oh, want to. Have, I don't want okay. to worry about like, what's this guy doing standing around? Well, he doesn't know how to socialize with yeah. people he doesn't know. Now yeah. he's around our pictures while yeah. you know during her wedding responsibilities. I am so on the brother's side. Yeah, you okay. have nobody. And then the other idea, I always picture myself bringing someone. 
to the wedding? <laughs> just a body? <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. You, who, what, is, what, right. You, what kind of weird picture, you know, yeah. dream do you have? Yeah. Just always picture myself with a human. Yeah, with a question mark on the face. Right. <laughs> it's just a yeah. weird. Yeah. Like, I'm like, this isn't about you. Yeah. And I can understand where it's like, now you're freed up, the sister, mm-hmm. to be the best version of yourself. You're not like, kind of like, Walking yeah. around, a, a, you're not worried about introducing a boyfriend to a cousin that you barely know. Yeah, chances are you know a ton of people there already. You, it's This is also your wedding. Yeah. When I go to the wedding and I see the sister, I congratulate the sister. Yeah. This is your day too. So yeah. he's worried about everyone being as the person they are when they he, he's around them. And he doesn't yeah. want any variables. I get that. Yeah. What he goes against himself is that he now creates a variable by making an angry uncle or an angry you know, sibling of the cousin who yeah. you've just told not to come. So that's insane. that's insane to me. Because the, the the issue with uh, weddings is people don't think past their wedding. Right. They don't think about the next holiday. <laughs> There's another day. Yes. The world begins and ends yeah. on this day. You are going to see that aunt again. Yeah. Why do this? Yes. And the uncle will be there. And, and you man. want the most fun version of the person there. Yeah. Your uncle who... You know, maybe you were like, well, he's more fun without her. No, no he isn't knowing a fight's waiting for him at home. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, he is not, he's not going to stay as long. He's right. not going to have as good of a time. Even if you love your uncle, yeah. he is now a different version of your yes, uncle. Yes, I, I couldn't agree more. And that's what he's avoiding with you. He doesn't want a different version of you having to take care of anyone else. Yeah. Totally agree. I'm. My actual thought is, I, I mean, I don't. I don't bring a plus one even if I'm invited with one unless we like live together. Yeah, I never I've only done it once or in a committed relationship. I guess not live that's extreme. No, I agree with you. I mean, I I I couldn't agree more. Right. I yeah. It's uh yeah, I'm with you. I just think it's like rude to like need your comfort to come over the bride and groom. Yeah, I mean, I I am someone that's uncomfortable when I'm by myself, right? Uh, and with other people, and with <laughs> it doesn't really matter. But if it's my family, I know I'm gonna. Ha- I can dance with my parents. Right. I can dance with my cousins. I can go drink with my uncle, and and you know tolerate the aunt. But right. like, you 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 can have fun at this wedding by yourself. Hey, what do you do to yeah. some new person? Right. Get out of here. And do- the plus one's not gonna have fun. No. Stephen Rogers, thank you for coming on. Thank Fantastic. you Fantastic. Go follow Stephen Rogers at Stephen Rogers Comedy. So funny. The special, it is out right now. It's on YouTube. Yes. YouTube.com slash Stephen Rogers Comedy. It's called Before He Was Super. Go, go, go. Like it. Comment. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every thir- every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Keep sending them in. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.